Welcome back, race fans. This is episode 62 of the Horse Racing Banter Podcast. My name is Eric Johnson, and I am here to take you into the Breeders' Cup. We are one week away from day one of the Breeders' Cup, and I couldn't be more excited. All right, so I got a lot to catch up with you on. Um, I missed last weekend's show due to scheduling conflicts, and so I didn't get to tell you, but we'll tell you now about um, my call in to the Permanently Disabled Jockeys Fund telethon on October 17th. So I dial into the number, rings a few times, the phone is answered and says, hi, this is Pat Day. And I was standing in my living room and I about fell off, fell down, fell off my chair, all the things that go into shock. And luckily I didn't freeze. I had a great conversation with him, told him about, um, my connection with the, um, three other jockeys that were actually sitting right near him in which he was all like, yeah, I'll tell him hello for you. And, uh, the connection with Mark and our show and, um, Sandy Holly and all the other jockeys, man, it was just great. I was, I was really hoping to either get Mike Smith or Gary Stevens, but the conversation I had with Pat day was just incredible. Um, he was so very thankful that, you know, our show supports what they're doing and, um, you know, that we had made connections with a lot of the people that he works with in this endeavor. So we had a great conversation and, um, it was, it was the highlight of, you know, part of my, you know, doing this show was talking to Pat Day, retired Jackie, doing great things in the community. And yeah, good times. Well, we are heading to the Breeders' Cup and it always means that we on a regular basis start hearing about horses that aren't going to make it. Um, Max Field is not going to go in the classic. Mishrif is not coming in from overseas um, like a lot of the big name horses. I haven't seen anything about, you know, like Chronogenesis or or some of the other big names. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, it's a daily list of horses that start falling off. But there's a large, large list of great horses that are going to be part of each race that I'll get to later. Um, Order of Australia has come down with an injury and is actually going to be retired. So um, big upset winner last uh, year in the Breeders' Cup. I think it was in the turf mile. Yeah, the call it the turf. Um, but the big news, and I got to say, this is even more disappointing than some of the horses not being out. Trevor Denman fell on some some dew-covered deck 
um, leaving his house and herniated his his disc in his back. And he's out. He's not going to be able to call the Breeders' Cup races. So he's being replaced by Larry Colmas, which, you know, if you're going to have a replacement, Larry Colmas is is the guy to do it. Great race caller. Um, but I got to say, I'm a bit disappointed not to hear Trevor Denman's voice. Um, it's one of the great things at Del Mar and Santa Anita because he's done the Breeders' Cup at Santa Anita. Um, but we're going to move forward. Uh, another big uh, piece of news is that I am going to participate in the Breeders' Cup betting challenge. It's a competition that they do feeder um, tournaments throughout the year for people to win tickets to participate at either on-site at Del Mar or at other tracks across the country. And even this year, you can do it online. Um, But in Washington, as I bitched and moaned before, we aren't able to participate um, in those feeder tournaments. But I just decided that, you know, I'm not going to be able to look myself in the eye if I don't step up to the plate um, to do something that's definitely on my bucket list of items to do, and that's to participate in the Breeders' Cup betting challenge. And so I have paid my entry fee. Um, A portion of it goes to the prize fund, which I think first place wins $300,000 and they pay, I think, the first 20 places. And the rest of it goes on to a card um, that is live betting money. And obviously you want to grow that money over the course of two days. There's certain number of uh, minimum number of races that you have to bet and a certain minimum dollar amount that you have to bet. And they tally it up all at the end. And, and um, you know, there, there's a winner of, of the, you know, competition. And, you know, they, they're kind of the world champion uh, of, of uh, you know, the handicappers. Although I think that there's one other bigger tournament that they go to and i think you can kind of win your way into this through the breeders cup betting challenge but i'm hugely looking forward to it and i'm taking an opposite kind of um i'm pulling a george costanda i'm going to do opposite of what i normally do um usually i'm looking for all those long shot plays and it's not like i'm not going to look for them this time but really i'm going to be focusing on slowly building a nest egg throughout the two days and basically basically putting it all on the last race to see if somehow I can jump into the into the top 10. So that's my strategy and I'm going to stick to it. Should be exciting times. Um, you can jump on to the Breeders' Cup site and you know just Google Breeders' Cup betting challenge 
um, next Friday and Saturday, and you can follow along with my progress or lack thereof. But, you know, I plan to be uh, uh, near the top um, right out of the gates. Um, yeah. So uh, excited about that. Not going to overthink things, not going to tell myself stories or build narratives. I'm going to bet on horses that I feel can add, you know, money in through either win or win play show or just show bets to, you know, build through the first two days. And um, I'll come back and uh, prior to prior to those two days in a show and I'll, I'll kind of outline my strategy and my picks. All right, so let's just take a quick look at all the races. Um, on Friday, um, it's the Emerging Horses Day, all the two-year-olds, the juveniles. Um, there's pre-races that will go off, but on Friday, the, let's see, that would be the 5th, my brother Rich Johnson's birthday. He'll be 39 again this year. Um, so they start off with the juvenile turf sprint, $1 million, five furlongs. It's always a great race to start things off for the Breeders' Cup. Got some good horses in here. I've seen Averly Jane, the favorite run. Um, Twilight Gleaming, one-timer, armor. Go, Bears, go. A lot of these horses will... Um, you know, be pretty even in the odds near the top. So should be a great race. Um, we'll have the, the pared down post position list, um, next Wednesday. So I'll have everything all coordinated and, and actual entries and picks, um, in our next show, episode 63. And that will be dropped from Del Mar on Thursday. Okay. Then the next race is the Juvenile Phillies, it's uh, $2 million, a mile and a 16th on dirt. Uh, I've seen Echo Zulu run, very nice horse. It's probably going to be an overwhelming favorite in this one. But, you know, we've seen this story before, as my uh, good buddy Mark would always say, you, you really have to be, you know, kind of insane to bet on a two-year-old in a in a Breeders' Cup race at even money. Um, Juju's Map is a great horse. Nest, Hidden Connection, Tarabi, Cairo Memories. A lot of these horses could fire. Um, favorite could get mixed up in, you know, a bad start, shuffled around, you know, all the things that can happen that we've seen in the past. So then we flip over to the Juvenile Phillies turf. <clears throat> this is $1 million. It's one mile on turf. This is a wide open race. I'm not even going to talk about the horses because it's just completely wide open. Um, and then we have the Juvenile. The Juvenile. Um, $2 million, mile and a 16th. Another great, great race. Sorry for that delay. Had to do some coughing. 
Um, let's see here. And these aren't going in any kind of order. Um, these are just um, sheets of paper that I have. So I'm just kind of piling them up. And um, yeah, the 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 juvenile is is let me get back on my on my schedule here. Um, let's see. I'm hopeful that the weather stays dry. You know, we've had this huge, huge kind of gulf spurt. I don't even know what they call it. I know that the word bomb cyclone keeps bandied around, but this this huge push off of everything um, is is just causing massive rainfall on the West Coast. And, and let's hope that down in San Diego that they they uh that we don't we don't get that um you know um during the breeders cup yes i'm talking about the weather because somehow my my um uh sheets of paper that i was looking at um have gone awry here and as usual i'm scrambling around trying to find them again so let's just uh let's just talk about let's see here. Boy, that's a long gap. That's a long gap right there. Um okay. So there are races Friday and Saturday. And the two-year-olds are either wide open, which is always fun, or you've got a prohibitive favorite that really is, puts a lot of, it, it, it makes things really skeptical. So either way, it's a lot of fun. Um, okay, so the juveniles got Jack Christopher Corniche. Rattle and roll, double thunder, a lot of great horses. Most of them have won two or three races in a row. So Jack Christopher is is kind of a favorite at morning line two to one, but you know, things will change around. Um again, you know, anything gets down close to two to one, one to one, you know, you you've got to turn your head and kinda kinda look at that with with uh two year olds. Um I heard for the juvenile turf that Annapolis has been withdrawn, not going to race. Um, but there's a whole host of great um, international horses coming in. And <laughs> the morning light odds after you throw out Annapolis start at six to one. So a lot of great handicapping opportunities there. And again, they're two-year-olds. You know, they've not raced that much. They may have raced great, but different conditions when you got more horses they're not the overwhelming favorite so lots of fun to have on friday my plan is to kind of take it easy there's some minimum betting that i need to do and i'll probably only do that i have to bet three of the juvenile races so <clears throat> i'll pick carefully probably go for you know some win play shows maybe a couple of show bets just to check off the boxes. Cause I really want to wait and, you know, get to, to the Saturday, Saturday racing. 
Um, so on Saturday, we have the Philly and Mare Sprint, million dollars, seven furlongs. Overwhelming favorite in this is Gamin. Um, Bella Sophia has kind of perked up and uh, looks pretty good, but <clears throat> Gamin's a four to five morning line favorite. Um, we've got some of our other friends in there, Estio Talentosa, CC, Proud Emma, Truth Hurts. But boy, if Gamin just runs its race, it's going to be tough to beat. And then there's the turf sprint, another million dollar purse at five furlongs on the turf. Golden Powell um, is the morning line favorite, but at nine to two, there is so many good horses in this race. This will probably be the most exciting race uh, of the day. You got Golden Powell, Gear Jockey, um, Lieutenant Dan, Fast Boat, Extravagant Kid, Kamari, Glass Slippers, Casa Creed, Charmin's Mia. It is going to be a rally to the end. You'll see three horses probably with their heads bobbing to try to win this thing. Um, could get some decent odds. Um, Delmar's turf track tends to favor horses coming off the pace. So this should be a very exciting race. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> we got the dirt mile. Um, life is good is entered in this and is really in top form right now. Um, some other great horses, silver state mind control, snapper, Sinclair, eight rings, CZ rocket. Um, but the horse that I'm kind of looking at, we're going to have to see what it uh, shakes out is Ginobili. It ran just a spectacular race at a mile last time out. So we'll just have to see what horses are actually entered because some of them are entered in other races too. And then we jump up to the Philly and mare turf. This is $2 million a mile and three eights on turf. You got warlike goddess in here. Loves only you love Adaria. <clears throat> My sister, Nat going to Vegas. dog tag. This is going to be a spectacular race. Um, Tarnawa is entered in this race also, but probably will opt for the opt for the turf. Um, the next race is just the sprint. Overwhelming favorite in Jackie's Warrior has been extremely strong this year. Um, one of my favorites, you've heard me talk about it and win money on it a couple of times. Dr. Scheibel's in this race. I'm probably going to have to bet on Dr. Scheibel in some fashion, but man, I tell you, Jackie's warrior is pretty darn tough. We also have following C frenzy fire, CZ rocket, special reserve. Um, matter of sky is, is entered in this race. We'll have to see if, uh, at seven years old, that it has anything less. Um, real long shot that could come up in our cookie show, which will be on Tuesday, Tuesday prior to the races. We're going to do a show talking generally about the races, kind of a preview. Um, my two brothers, Don and Rich, are going to join me for just a good hearted look at the Breeders' Cup and good times we've had at that. We're going to kind of talk through each of the races and give our commentary, but mainly looking for, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Put a cookie on it. That's right. Put a 
Put a cookie on it. Whip more. Put a cookie on it. Put a cookie on it. <laughs> All right. That'll be a lot of fun. So look for that episode. Actually, that'll be episode 63 on Tuesday, episode 64. I'll be coming to you live from Del Mar. So that brings us to the mile, which is a mile on turf for $2 million. Um, Euro Sprinter Space Blues is coming in um, to see if it might want to run uh, at a mile. More Forza's is going to be in this race. Smooth like straight. Hit the road, Mother Earth, Master of the Seas, got stormy, blowout. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. And then we have the distaff. This is a mile and an eighth, two million dollars on dirt. Latruska, do I need to say more? Although she dares the devil. Malanthot, Mala, Malathot will be in there as a three-year-old, but I don't think it has a chance against Latruska. And then we come down to the last two. You have the turf with Tarnawa, Domestic Spending, Gufo, Rock Emperor, Imperador, United, Astronaut, Acclimate, Loves Only You, possibly, Love, possibly. It's going to be a great race. Um, Domestic Spending, had one kind of off race, but has won three or four grad ones. Tarnawa just lost barely on a real soft turf course in the Arc de Triomphe. I can't wait. And then the classic. Actually, the, the turf is $4 million at a mile and a half. The classic is $6 million at a mile and a quarter. It's already purported that or reported that this could possibly be the last race for a lot of these horses that are at the top. Uh, Nick's go essential quality are probably going to go to stud. Um, Hot rod. Charlie looks real sharp. Kentucky Derby winner. Medina spirit is in this race. A very hot art collector is in this race. I think this race is wide open, but I do have a horse in mind that I think has a slight edge in everybody else. Um, but it'll be the clown, clowning, the clowning jewel, the crowning jewel of this year's races. Um, it may not be as exciting as maybe the sprint or the turf. But I'll tell you, this race is really about, you know, kind of who is the best in kind of the U.S. style on dirt, three-year-olds in the Kentucky Derby Trail and the older horses. Who's the best horse? Is it essential quality? with really only one defeat and probably should have won that race. Nick's go, extremely fast horse. Medina Spirit, Hot Rod Charlie, Art Collector. It's going to be great. I can't wait. I'll be screaming at the top of my lungs because I'm going to roll all my 
win play show, possibly a few trifectas down into this race. And, well, I'll share that with you on Tuesday. All right. We will come back with some cookies and good-hearted review and fun on Tuesday. And that is, wow, that is going to be November 2nd. Tuesday, November 2nd. So look for that show, episode 63. And then I will be coming to you live on episode 64 on Thursday evening. I'll be sitting uh, in my hotel deck looking out at the Pacific Ocean Ocean recording and just give people an overview of who I see as kind of the top, you know, one or two horses for each race and kind of outline my strategy for the betting uh, challenge. So please join me in this. Should be a lot of fun. And I will catch you um, from, from Del Mar.